Good morning. Welcome to 7 News. It's the case that's gripped the world. Now the woman who cooked a mushroom lunch that killed three people and left a fourth critically ill has been charged by police. Erin Patterson is facing three counts of murder and five counts of attempted murder. Two of the attempted murder charges relate to the fatal meal in July. The other three relate to historical incidents involving a 48-year-old man believed to be Patterson's ex-husband. She remains in custody in country Victoria after lengthy questioning by detectives and is due to face court this morning. Australia's most wanted man has been arrested in Turkey after more than a decade on the run. Former Sydney Comanchero Hakan Ayik was arrested as part of a Turkish police operation. It saw the capture of 37 people, including at least three other Australian figures with bikey links. Mr Ayik is wanted here and in the US for drug trafficking and money laundering. But it's unlikely that he will be extradited to Australia due to his Turkish citizenship. The rush out of Gaza is gathering pace this morning with hopes more Australians are among the second wave of foreign nationals to cross into Egypt. Let's go live to David Woywood in Tel Aviv now. Good morning, David. How many people managed to reach safety overnight? Jody, good morning. Well, of course, you still need a foreign passport to actually make that trip over the southern border and into Egypt. But we understand that today another 400 foreign passport holders have actually made that journey uh, through those rougher gates and they are now on buses uh, bound for Cairo. They are being processed and given that consular assistance. Now, we again uh, do understand uh, do understand that a number of Australians are among them. We are just working on confirming those exact numbers. Here in Tel Aviv, though, tonight, look, the Israeli Prime Minister has said that this battle has now reached a peak. That is not to say, though, that an end is now in sight in this conflict. Hamas officials are now claiming that 9,000 people have been killed in this war, 20,000 injured, making the decision to leave a very difficult one for those leaving friends and family behind. Unfortunately, um, I'm not even excited to leave Gaza because we have so many people that we live and care about. Um, we love and care about so I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to see the family that I left behind or the friends that I left behind people are dying everybody's dying nobody's safe now, as for that first group of Australians who actually made it out yesterday, they have spent their first full night in Cairo. It was their first full night's sleep for many of them. They are as well receiving that consular assistance right now and making those plans to either return to Australia or onwards to a third country, Jody. OK, David Woodward in Israel, thank you. Cooler conditions have brought little relief for firefighters in Queensland who continue to battle dozens of bushfires in the state's south. Residents in the southern Downs region remain on notice this morning, told not to return to their homes. It comes as fire crews aim to take advantage of the cooler weather to get blazes under control before predicted lightning strikes this weekend, which could spark more fires. Anthony Albanese is this morning preparing for his historic trip to Beijing, where he will meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping for important high-level talks. Let's go live to Rob Scott in Canberra now. Good morning, Rob. What's on the agenda? 
Morning, Jodie. Well, this is an important trip, one that has been in the works for months. It's the culmination of a lot of work by the government to repair and also reinvigorate the relationship between the two countries, which plunged to uh, new lows under the coalition. It also carries with it a lot of symbolism, as this trip coincides with the 50th anniversary of Gough Whitlam's historic uh, visit to the country back in 1973. The major focus, though, for Anthony Albanese this time will be stabilising trade ties. Over the past few months, China has wound back many of its $20 billion worth of bans on Australian imports, but there are still that, uh, that remain. And there are hopes that this visit will see progress on the removal of sanctions on Australian wine, beef and lobster. The Prime Minister says he'll also raise all of the other prickly issues between the two nations when he sits down with President Xi Jinping, including China's military build-up in the South China Sea, humanitarian concerns, as well as the plight of jailed Australian writer Yang Henjun. Mr Albanese says he's going into this trip with his eyes wide open, especially after his visit to the US last week, where President Joe Biden warned him against fully trusting Beijing. Jody. Thanks very much, Rob. Police in Sydney are this morning offering a $1 million reward to help solve a 25-year-old cold case. Denise Govinda's body was discovered by her husband at their Dover Heights home in 1998. An inquest into the murder concluded there was significant circumstantial evidence linking her husband to the crime, but not enough to identify the perpetrator beyond a reasonable doubt. Anyone with information is urged to come forward.